Welcome to Old Car Wax. This is your host, Michael, the Dreadlock Connoisseur. And we're returning for our financial series with my partner in crime, Chaz Jenkins. What's going on, Chaz? I'm good. It's long drive. It was long cold. Long drive. What, where did you come from in this cold? I'm, I'm comfortable up here. What you talking about? Uh, I came from civilization. Civilization. <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia. Into this... Uh, it's a, I don't even know where the I'm outskirts, at. right? We up in the outskirts, <laughs> yeah. but it's all good, you know. It's relaxed. I can have my door open for at least a Two day, minutes. about a day. I can, yeah, just a little bit, a little something, but it's all good. It's good. Well, we we we, we really getting into back to our financial series, and this session we wanted to talk about financing with cars and purchases and mm-hmm. what you should do and. Uh, Chaz just got to, into an experience, and um, we just got some data points that we wanted to review over because a lot of times we go out and we just buy, except right. for researching or doing anything, we just buy. So, Chaz, when you was looking, and you know, there's a lot of people coming up and say, I need a car. Right. So, what was your first objective? So, two objectives. The first one is, I know I live in the city, like I said. Right, right. <laughs> so, what that means is a lot of stop and go. So I'm like, okay, a regular gas engine is not going to work. I need a hybrid at least. Now, ideally, I always thought the Chevy Volt was interesting because you got all electricity for like 35 miles, right. and then you switch to gas hybrid. So if you run out of battery power, you're good, and you you can still get the option of not paying for gas, just having all electricity. But Chaz, uh-huh. you did say Chevy, though. I... Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, look, you look, did say Chevy after the bailout. <laughs> they got it together, you know. Post post bailout. You know. Hey, hey, and America first. I got you, America oh, first. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to, you know, make America great. Thank oh, you for your contribution. Okay. All right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the first that said, the first thing I did was I went to Consumer Reports. So if you're a student, especially uh, Consumer Reports, counts as an academic. Or a periodical, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you should have access to that. So me, you know, still in school, I had access to that. So I, I actually went in and searched, you know, um, 2016, 2015, uh, Consumer Reports, Autos, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it shows you reliability. Uh, and for Chevel, for that, for my the year, it was pretty good, pretty good reviews, pretty so far. Okay. Now, you know, the Chevy Volt is maybe six, seven years old. So it doesn't have that much history compared to like the Prius or 
other cars. But I'm like, eh, I got the warranty. You know, I pretty much I, I got to get a warranty. Right, I wasn't gonna right. buy one without one. Now nah, I don't <laughs> recommend that. Yeah, you got to get some kind of warranty at least. So, but just the Volt. So uh-huh. there's there's a lot of other ones. I think it was the Nissan Leaf. No, okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Here, here's the other caveat for my, right. my situation. I'm a renter. Okay. So that you know, I'm dealing with neighbors and <laughs> what if someone parks in a spot I need to charge in because the cord isn't long enough. I got to plug into an extension cord. I got to you know, there's a lot of things. Like two nights, I was able to park into a spot that my neighbor normally parks in, mm-hmm. but that means I had to put the cord through my window. Ah. <laughs> and it was straight, you know, it was straight Atlanta. Yeah. Right. I got so, you. So <laughs> you know, but I got that charge though, so I was good. Right. Right. So you know that. So the thing, it feels pretty good. It's like free gas. It's, it's, it's like Absolutely. you're beating the system. Right. I don't know. It feels... <laughs> you're part of the system. You're just... Yeah. So the, the thing is, and that I, I really wanted to talk about, I thought it was interesting, is people don't think through it just like you just did. Yeah. You know, if I'm living in the city and I'm not taking martyr, but I'd like to go outside of the city and do other things, Yeah. how can I just save on that? Mm-hmm. So you did it some initial thinking to say, long term, how is it going to be a savings, Yeah. not immediate? Well, it has to be. So I knew I wanted to be in the $10,000 range. Mm-hmm. And so what I what I wanted to do is I still personally like taking Marta. Right. Um, because I live close to a station. My job is in the city, so it's not too far. So for me it makes sense Monday through Friday as a commuter to take mm-hmm. Marta. Mainly to be honest, the car is really just after work, errands and going to my friend's house at night, you know, hanging out. Other than that, Monday through Fridays I'm mainly still using transit. So if you look at it in that way then uh-huh. Why did it matter that it had to be a, an electric or a hybrid? If you really wasn't putting in the time to say, I'm just going to use Marta anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not get a less expensive car without having the extras of trying to plug it up and beating someone to a location just to mm-hmm. get plugged in? So the reason I was like, let me go for this car was, if I'm if I'm going to go for a car, I I wanted to have... I wanted I wanted certain amenities. Okay. So I, I, theoretically, uh, there's another Chevy. This is, see, this is this might be the Atlanta thing, but Chevy Impala. Yeah, Impala. You know, you know the Impala. But I, I was I like, I don't Impala. I don't I don't know if I want Impala. Right. So, but yeah, you can get like a 2013 Impala for you know it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Possibly probably like two thousand dollars less than the Chevy Volt same year. Okay. But I'm like, well. You know, still gas. You know, whatever the case. And again, I'm still I'm speculating. Right. Right now, I'm I'm Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. transit for the most part, just driving sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's again the thing about the Volt is if I don't charge, I'm I'm still I still have a hybrid car. So either right. way, I'm pretty satisfied. Okay. Oh, and so there's this app PlugShare. I didn't know about it until I got hey. to. So this is where I was dumb. Well, so, you know, you wasn't quite educated enough. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I did. So, just to back up, I did consumer reports. Um, I may have done a little Clark Howard. I think he's Clark.com or something yep. like that. Yep. You know, just search hybrids, blah, blah, blah. You search forums, see what people say. Now, forums are tough because if you search like uh, any forum or any online thing, uh, it's only the people who got problems who are going to complain more. Right. But if you got a great experience, you're not going to go in there to be like, 
But don't you use the process of elimination? Because if you don't get in these forums Mm -hmm. the cards that you're really looking for, that shows positive as opposed to the negatives that's going out there. So that's why I kind of eliminate and say, hey, I want to look at, mm, I'm going to say Nissan again. Mm Because um, that's the only one that I was looking at, and the BMW is forty thousand dollars. I'm not doing that. Nah. But when I looked at it, if they didn't make the complaints about it, then I'm looking at the consumer reports. I mean, the the, the actual people who's doing the reviews, yeah. and they're saying it's positive, and I don't see any negatives in the forum. I'm in a good space. But if I hear a lot of negative and positive from the reviewers, I mean, that's a that's a disconnect that I need to be a little more careful okay. with. So. That's how I kind of do it when when we were shopping. I I didn't really do any of that because I was um, I was really dead set on that car. All right, you know, just being in the city. I mean, it, it works out great because and you wanted a Chevy. I wanted <laughs> I wanted a car that I can do all electric and then ship to gas right. because the issue with most other um, so here's the thing about battery going mm-hmm. in I, I knew this this is battery technology is kind of universal in this way mm-hmm. so if you have extreme heat or kind of freezing temperature around 32 degrees Fahrenheit you're going to get some differences in your in, in the, performance in the range right exactly. oh, you're, okay. okay so I'm kind of like well even if you come from the factory at X miles so a Leaf a Tesla I can't afford a Tesla but just whatever mm-hmm. you know the max range might be 200 miles you know, say a Tesla. Right. You know, and these this kind of weather is really cold right now. Is you know, it's you might drop it down forty. And then you know when it's really hot, and then you. So the thing about all of, if you have a battery, mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to maximize it. So uh, AC, you, you're looking at everything. <laughs> so you know you should I turn up the radio? Yeah. You know well, you, I got to do radio. Okay. All right. All right. It's a necessity. Yeah, right? that, that's a huge pain point. Right, I'm right. one of those dudes. I gotta. I need Bluetooth. You gotta need, have that. We got a tech guy, so you kind of like look. If I don't get that in there, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. So first, let me. So the Volt, I was very, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Touchscreen console, very nice. Uh, comes with all the whole OnStar package. Does it got the NSYNC or that sync? Um, that you automatically sync, sync to that. It's a technology huh. for Microsoft. I want to say that's Ford. They made a deal yeah. with Ford. Yes, probably right. Okay. So with Chevy, it's just it's Bluetooth. Okay. So it just syncs with your phone, and that way it calls. What I did like, so getting here, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not a big. Some people can text and drive pretty good, or text and you know like do do GPS. I'm not one of them people. Okay. So I was like, uh, I put the little button, boop. This is an OnStar. I was like, uh, I need to get to X address. And I was like, I we downloading the instructions, I mean the the directions. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is nice. I can get used to that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like the OnStar, that was really nice. The Jeep, the navigation. And you don't have here. to pay for that additional though. It is additional. Okay. If, so you need a, that's just part of a service. Okay. So OnStar has different tiers. So again, living in the city. Yeah, right. Uh, and this is kind of knowing the community. So if you're pretty familiar with the area, if there's a lot of car break-ins or not, I was like, man, I, I don't want to be one of the people. Mm-hmm. So I got to test. I'm in the trial period of OnStar. Okay. So it's like I get the free. It's all free. For now. For now. Right. You know right. you know how that goes. Of Asterisk. Course. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, can I get your credit card? Huh? It's free, what? Right? No. Yeah. I, after this date, I was yeah, like, exactly. they do an extra two months. So I was like, right, whatever. <laughs> so um, I get like... 
what I like about it is free diagnostics. It shows you everything with the mm-hmm. car. It um you get free like someone steals it, you get the first it tells you where they at. Yeah. And the remote disable. So I'm like, hmm. What? Remote disable too? Yeah. What? So I was like, okay. Cause yeah, you know, I'm right. I'm low key I'm I'm old school in the way that I like cars, which is you, you put the key in the ignition okay. versus today. Pressing the button. Yeah, so I'm like, what if I don't it's I don't know. You I remember hearing stories when uh you remember some stories where people had the wireless, the keys, and they was driving off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, what so do they do that? Because they, they, they. Um, I'm not sure the the right word for it, but yeah. they clone it. Actually, yeah, so, clone something it, like that. And they can just jump in your ride because the frequency. Yeah. Was cloned. So I'm like, well, yeah. you know, what if someone catches me slipping? I don't want to be one of them people. Right. So I'm like, and you see, sometimes every now and then you see the news. So I. If I get carjacked, I'm like, dang, I got carjacked. <laughs> right. But don't don't carjack me and be a bad driver. And then I got to see my car. car wrecked. Right. And then insurance company cussing me out. So <laughs> I don't like keys. So I don't like the keys. So someone carjacked me. The first thing I do is I'm press the button, cut it off, and run out the car. Guess what happened? They can't start the car. Wait, what happened? Say say that. So I got a press button. So yeah, when I yeah. get in, I got the fob. Yeah. So someone jacked me. Get out of the car. I press the button first. Get out of the car. So they run off. They're not going. They're going to be like, "Give me the car." Hey, give me your, give me the five two. Give me the key. They don't know that because they're getting in the car and they don't really know that it's a key or a car because they think the car is running. And if you do that and be like, "Hey, I don't want no problems," and just take off running, <laughs> they stuck in the middle. They be like, "Man, I can't even start this car." That's right. <laughs> so that's right. Look. I didn't say I was my my delusions were based in reality. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. All right, I got you. Okay. But you know, I might get. I probably. I think the only thing I really need. I do like the diagnostic. So okay. when you have an electric car, one thing is really helpful is uh, being able just to remotely see how much your car is charging. Right. So being able to say, okay, car, car is at eighty percent, ninety percent. Oh, so by the time I get there, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's almost like dropping. It's like dropping your car off at like a daycare. You just drop it off a couple of hours, let it let it charge. You got to come. How was it? Was he a good boy? Yeah. <laughs> right. Did the alarm go off? So, um, so yeah. So basically, yeah. I mean, I was kind of dead set on my car. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, I was like, there's there's a Honda Civic. There's mm-hmm. this, there. but you know, for me, I was I was I. There wasn't really anything like calling out to me. I didn't really want an SUV. Right. Um, the Ford Escape is in like a crossover type, right. like a like basically like a big car. Those type. I think it's a Ford Escape and uh, the maybe the but, remember but the that's Chrysler, a hybrid though, isn't it? They have a hybrid version. Yeah, of it, they yeah. have a hybrid version. Remember the Chrysler like Pacifica, the van. No, nah, before they made it into a van, it was like oh, an SUV, it was kind of like a SUV slash yeah. Yeah. Slash ugly. Okay. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's uh, those big cars like type oh, yeah. things. No, no, it was not you. quite an SUV, but it kind of handles like a whip, like a like a passenger sedan. Mm-hmm. I w- kind of was into that, but I was like, eh, nah. So, <laughs> I'm not doing that, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, what I'm going to do is I'll look at the consumer reports, look at the reviews. Everything looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if I see something, I'll just go for it. So that I basically said, when I saw I saw a car, mm-hmm. so I saw a Chevy Volt in my price range. Okay. The best I, I searched like two hundred miles. 
It was the best deal in the in two hundred miles <laughs> in two hundred mile radius. <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right. So well, you I really know. wanted that, right? Yes. I was like, well, uh, now here's the thing. Um, the the automakers have a big surplus, mm-hmm. GM especially. So I was like, okay, should I wait or should I jump on it? It's tax time. Mm-hmm. People are gonna be doing deals. So it's kind of how a supply and demand type thing. Do I think more supply will enter the market or should I just go ahead and jump on it? So I was like, hmm, I'll just get it now. Right. So that was more of a gamble on my part. I possibly could have got a better deal, but I haven't seen anything around that. First of all, these dealers want to, they want to sell you some nonsense. Yep. With the 100,000, I was like, I don't need all of that. Yeah. So before I even go into, you know, go into the dealership, here's my checklist. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than had to get less than eighty, but really I want less than sixty. This car has less than fifty. Like I'm at forty eight. So oh, at that's a, good. Yeah, so I'm at a comfortable number. It's a couple years With old. With the warranty still intact. Manufacturer's warranty. Just manufacturing, not actual dealer's warranty or Mm-mm. what? Yeah, that is Chevy. I'm damn. I keep saying that, right? You keep yeah. You do I'm keep sorry. I'm that. sorry. Yeah, you I do, do keep, keep saying, saying that. that. I apologize. Well, what, what you got? You, you, they don't even have a good warranty. You're not giving no credit. Where are you so, headed? So I'm really giving. So I, I joke with you, but I really want to give you the credit because you you actually chose something that was sensible and you liked it. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't think sensible. So that's why we were talking about just buying cars in particular. Yeah, yeah. People are looking at. I want a BMW, I want this, I want no, a Cadillac. No, no, no. But they never look at the way you said, I want a reasonable car to save me money. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Because I even did the research, and the highest maintenance cars yeah. are BMW, mm-hmm. Mercedes, and Cadillac. Yeah. And that's why everybody, hey, I want one of those. Oh. But you're paying more money to own it not just the payments for the car. Yeah. So it and makes no sense on trying to get a vehicle that you got to struggle with. And that's what I wanted. Because knowing me, I'm like, sitting in the traffic is just so not my speed. Yeah. So, you know, being like near downtown Atlanta, that's basically what I'd be doing if I'm driving Monday through Friday. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to be driving this thing, it needs to save me money. Hence, yep. being able to charge. Like right now, it's charging now. Yep. So it probably won't charge much, but it's something versus a non-charging gas car. <laughs> you stop. As soon as you stop, it stops. It stops. When I sudden in traffic, I got zero miles per gallon. I'm like, nah, I'm not about that life. All right. So right. you know, I just needed you know needed that. So so. But you yeah. made a good choice though. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, when we when we talk about our community, it's about choices. Mm-hmm. So you even made good choices when it came to. Did they give you the discount with your insurance? Um, yeah. So here's, I'm just so, I didn't know about any of this. So okay. just going through the process, let me, uh, you want me to talk about insurance or financing first? Let's talk finance. Okay. Yeah. Let me just go through the steps. Yeah. So, well, first, because I went, I went to my credit union mm-hmm. and I know my credit union has certain criteria. The car can't be too old, can't have too many miles, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, just going, knowing that. It has I want at least me personally I want at least a 2013 just because it's like uh, it's I, recent yeah and it's recent. I could my thing is <laughs> I want to cheap out okay so because <laughs> with Chevrolet and a lot of these manufacturers the the automakers they they'll give you you have the original manufacturer right so right. with this car <clears throat> I still have over a year left on their 
original manufacturers mm-hmm. warranty um, manufacturers warranty, mm-hmm. and that's like sixty month or is it fifty thousand? No, not fifty thousand. It's sixty something like that. Gotcha. So whether you hit mileage first or time. So I'm like, okay, I know I'm not gonna hit this mileage first. So I give me enough time to drive it, and if something happens, hopefully it happens in that warranty time frame. If it doesn't, then you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Got yeah. your money for worth and just move on. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm basically kind of like that right now, and um, so that's the one thing. So and the credit unions also like can't have too many miles. I don't gotcha. like too many miles either because yeah. like. Why are you driving all the time? And, and it makes you feel uncomfortable to be in a high mileage car. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, damn, is it going to break down soon? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this person uh, is on one. First of all, oh, Carfax. So mm. check the Carfax. Carfax could have been lying. Could have been in cahoots with the yeah. owner. Yeah. But according to Carfax, one owner, a uh, low mileage driver, mm. um, hence the under 50,000. And, you know, it seemed to have some pretty, you know, it was pretty good. So I'm like, okay, boom. I know. And what year is it? 2013. So, yeah. So it got, it's going on the fourth year then. Uh, Well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it was built in 2013 or 2012. Okay. Okay. So if you average, what, 12 to... So you're about exactly where you need to be. In terms if it was of, a 2012, meaning 12,000 miles per year. Exactly, yeah. So perfect. You're, you're perfect where you kind of need to be. Yeah, versus like 25, no, no, what's it, like 18? 18,000. 18, yeah, yeah, I'm like, ooh. So, yeah. um, so I knew the the credit union, they would they would do it. And I know we last time we talked about um, community bank, community banks, black banks, whatever the case. I went ahead and went with the credit union exclusively mm-hmm. because I knew I'd get the best deal. Now, what some people would say is, if you're getting your credit pulled anyway, it's probably going to be the same credit check, even if it's multiple people. So mm-hmm. go ahead and let the dealership pull your credit, let most other banks pull your credit. But I'm one of those people right now, I have student loans to pay off. Mm-hmm. I didn't want all those pings to stay on my credit report. So, you know, let's, let's go with that. Okay. I think even when you said that, it's still the best choice to come to any... Mm-hmm loan or come to any purchase with your own loan. The good thing about credit unions, because mm-hmm. I'm with a credit union as well, is credit unions reinvest into the community Yeah, as opposed yeah. to banks can go anywhere. But the local credit unions is like, well, I'm giving loans to the people who's either part of the, the credit mm-hmm. union or within the, the same community. Yeah. So that's a plus for you. Second, if you've been there long enough, they're more apt to give it to you. Yeah. So you took two best choices. A lot of people just say, well, I'm right here with the with the um with the dealership. Mm-mm, no. So oh, so let me let me finish that yeah. thought though. <laughs> so the smart thing is to come with financing. Which well, yeah. no, that's the smart thing. Because when you get to the dealership and this is what I've done, I went to the dealership and say, "Well, here's my loan." And I went, "Well, we can do better." I don't think you can. We will. And they did. You already came prepared. Yeah. Then they had to beat it mm-hmm. because they want to beat it. They want the financing there. But the, the thing that they will do is try to add more to make up for that percentage. And all you have to say is, nope, this is all I want. Yeah. Because if not, I'm going to stick with my loan, which is with my credit union who gave me this amount, who's never had a problem with me. So they gave me a loan. I'm already approved. They 
pull that one away, I get another loan. So my credit still says this guy was approved for these many loans. Right. He applied. He was approved. Whoop, he applied for this one. This one's approved. I still got some good credit record that I'm building with the capacity that's there. Yeah. So walking in anywhere with pre-financing gives you the leverage. It's all about leverage. And that's what I didn't do. Okay. So I didn't really play that the negotiation game. Okay. I was more so I was more so trying to close the deal. Like I said, I thought it was a very competitive, you know, competitive price car. Mm-hmm. So I saw a dude, it was funny. When I was there closing the deal, a dude walked in, walk looking in the window, walking around. I was like, Who's that dude? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, he's a dude who was who was there on the dealership before. He'd been calling about it. And apparently he was there to buy the car. He finally made up his mind. So if I didn't go that day, you and I got it. it I, that would have been. <laughs> I'd be I'd be mad talking about when you see something you need to get it. Yeah, right, right. So, but I didn't. I didn't really play that game. I think next time when I'm in a more comfortable position, I will. Mm-hmm. But it was more. I was more so like in a. I need to hurry up and pull the trigger, and because. You know, again, the guy, my my competition, the customer came there. But if you're looking at it, and Mm -hmm. and that's part of what, you know, what we were talking about, about pre-buying, the education of pre-buying. So you did the research with Consumer Report. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a couple of apps, and usually I go to Edmunds.com. Yeah. And KellyBlueBook.com. Oh, well, I definitely did that for the value. Right. I guess we left that out. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but you okay. know, we could slip that in. Yeah. So all of those things with the first research. The, the second is I know what I want. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get my financing before I even walk. Mm-hmm. So even if you showed up and that guy wanted it, you'd be like, I'm ready right now. They're not going to talk to that guy. Because those are the pre-things that you already did before you even walked into mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So, like you're saying, well, I'm ready to get rid of this car. Let me go get my pre-financing. Um, I did my research within my 200 miles. And make sure Here's it's a reliable, yeah, and it has to be a reliable car. Yep. Yeah. And, and But that's part of all of that research, yeah. bringing all of that mm-hmm. in there. And the dealership, I like to negotiate because usually I take two to three. So, I want that one car. But my backup is this one other car, and the other one I may want. Yes. See, now here's the, here's the weird thing. I guess to me it's weird. It was a this was a Mitsubishi dealership, so I was like, yeah. They did. I was like, I'm not driving a Mitsubishi. <laughs> there was no. I think that's the other reason I didn't negotiate. Well, yeah. If it was at another, I don't. So I'm not willing to dodge that much. Me neither. You know, maybe Ford. Uh, some well, Ford, Ford new Fords aren't that bad. I, Ford trucks for me, you know, or really the, smaller compact cars. Yeah, what smaller about the Fusion? You like yeah, the Fusion is a good. So yeah. I don't like the Fusion, but the the ratings and everything for Fusions is good. Are right? very good. Yeah, they're not just good; they're, they're very good. Because yeah. now they got the Fusion, I think, um, hybrid or something they like that. We do have the too. hybrid. Yeah. So that the Fords has got a lot better and a lot more reliable. Mm-hmm. So that's why I looked at that. The, the Chevy, because they invested that much money into the Volt during oh, the, the recession the, oh, time, the, that it you you got it during the time that they already put away all of the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So when it came out and they was having the issues, yeah. those were the first couple of years that it came out. So you're right where the car has matured 
and he fixed a lot of the quirks. Yeah, you never, you know, when it's a new model, that first year, second year, I think they have maybe the third year. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, I was like, this is, I'm pretty okay to make this. Unless it's a Toyota. What's wrong with Toyota? Oh, wait. There's nothing wrong with Toyota. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, so here's the other thing about a Chevy Volt. As a dude, you know, I was like, what's up, baby? I can't pulling up in the Prius. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, we didn't even talk about that. That's right. <laughs> so, you know. It's a young man coming up in the world. Nah, I'm not coming up with a Prius. So, like you well, got two kids in the back, you know. Just, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, finances and responsibility aside. Right, right. You know, a little sex appeal. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little, little something. You know, yep. you, you make all And these, it's a Chevy, so, you know. All the, yeah, America first. There for the go. community. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you, you're doing your part. Yeah. You so, go. I'm at the dealership, blah, blah, blah. It was it was crazy. Got that, So, I got the, the purchase from the people. Um, so, I paid. So, here's what I asked you, because the only thing... Um, I, I what I know what I, here's what I don't get when I'm buying a car. So we all know the sales price is whatever nine ninety nine whatever, mm-hmm. and then the out the door price right. for taxes, document fees, whatever. I'm like, how do you know if you're getting a good deal from the sales price versus versus the out the door price? So when you're looking at out the door price, mm-hmm. they're gonna break it down, but they're not gonna tell you that they break it down. They're going to give you, they're going to jump right into that end price, Mm -hmm. but you don't see that they already added in these fees. Like taxes, right? So you got to have your taxes. Right. Um, I actually negotiated a couple of years ago, they had to pay my taxes. Okay. And they was like, we don't do that. Eh, well, you're going to do it for this one, or we going to the other dealer, because this is the one we want to buy. And we we brought the, um, not the ad, but we printed it out and said, this is the other one we want. But we wanted to go to you because we paid our last two cars we got from you. But these guys really want our business. Uh-huh. So they paid it. The next time I came in, it's like, look, we can't keep doing it. <laughs> and I was like, I got you. I got you. But there you go. The documents yeah. and all of that, that's that internal stuff, yeah. which they already do anyway. But they want you to pay for it. So those are those extra fees. The new thing yeah. is that undercoating, that other little, well, we can give you that uh, these little protection packages and all of that. That's what they're trying to do now. Okay. No. I you don't have to pay for that. I didn't do any. It was mainly just, and again, me being a novice to this, when I saw the, you know, we look at, if you buy something that's like eight, nine, ten thousand. Mm-hmm. The taxes on that is like, whoa. That's versus, pretty cool, right? Yeah, versus, you know. 15000 when you walk out. You'd be like, you know, what the hell did that come from? Yeah, so I'm like, okay, well. So I, I'm, that's the only thing where I was like, I had to scratch my head. I'm like, oh. So always remember your yeah. taxes is your taxes. Those right. are yours. That's, right. They don't want that part of anything. Because they're saying, you are paying taxes for yourself. Mm-hmm. We're not paying your taxes for you. So we worked that out because they really didn't want to lose a sale that we had. Because mm-hmm. once again, coming in with the actual financing, that I can just take this yeah. check and give it to the next man. Yeah. And they like, damn, you already got it. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what happened to me at the dealership. Because when Buddy came in, he was like, hey, what, what y'all tell him? We told him it was sold. I was like, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, so that level of detail is something yeah. that 
um, again, part of the preparation yeah, yeah. is okay. The car is this much. How much is? And that's what I asked be before. I that's what I asked before. Mm-hmm. But it's, it always it's one thing to ask for that amount and then see the breakdown because it's it's almost like what's the value? Like it's it's hard to quantify that value of the extra fees, right? If you don't necessarily understand where 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 it's going, where it came from, right? So that's you know just, just if you're buying a car, always ask for the out the door price. Yep. You know, you always do that. So, but but that's the smart thing. What yeah. you what you did was, you wanted to know exactly what you was paying for. Well, not that. And if you get in, I, there was a chance the loan didn't pay. Ask for you know didn't pay for everything. I didn't ask for the total amount. Mm-hmm. I I knew that'd be a little bit of a shortfall because I didn't. I wanted to pay some cash. I didn't. Okay. It was just a choice for me because I wanted to. Less debt, the better. The more yep. in cash I can pay upfront, the better it is on the long, the long end. Oh yeah. So um, that's another reason I asked for out the door price, just to make sure I can afford everything, mm-hmm. and you know which worked out. So going through the financing stuff, that was that was a lot because so what happens is, come you come in with financing, you print you know you print your information that shows hey loan approval. And they basically give you like a purchase order, not a purchase order, a bill of sale, mm-hmm. whatever they call it. And you, and you, they fax that to the dealership, and you drive off with the car. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh snap! You know, I paid my down payment there, right? And, and that's what the credit union basically uses my down payment. So I was like, um, okay, this is a trip. I didn't pay for the car fully. But that was like, you know, you got financing, so cool. Yeah, so fi- no problem. Right. Yeah, so financing changes everything. Now, here's the cool thing about fi- about having the hybrid. Uh, apparently, my loan was five percent, but they they made it five point four point five because hybrids, you know, I guess an incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, you so do the, get incentive. Yeah, so knocked up half a percentage. Right. So that was on that part. I was like, okay, cool. So I basically had to just. Um, Upload pay stubs, you know, proof of employment. You know, you have to do that. Yeah, just the regular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, they generate a check for in the name of the dealership. And I, you know, hand deliver that check to the dealership. Okay. So So you do know if uh you would have brought a brand new electric vehicle, you can get $7,500 tax break. But a new electric vehicle would have been, been like four times my used. <laughs> so I was right, like, right, right. I was like, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. So no, but you know, for for anyone who's thinking about it, yeah. and um, you're looking at these newer vehicles that's out, yeah, brand new vehicles off the lot, the government gives you seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, off rip. tax. Yeah. Yep. So I was so, like, cool. Now. Um. So locally, though, one thing they haven't got rid of it yet. I'm a little worried with all this Republicanness. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I was gonna know, go there. Yep. You know, this, this political environment. All jokes aside, it's like, are they gonna get rid of all the all? The, so in Georgia, or at least in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you're gonna get an HOV lane, just have an alternative fuel car. Yep. So I th- my yeah, I seen I seen votes with that tag. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta have that tag. Yeah. So when you get that car, if you have that tag, oh, I'm you can HOV just run and through, all, you HOVing. I'll, yeah, HOV'ing exactly. All day. All day. So those that's that's one. That's one of the, the perks. other one is if you have an electric bill and you plug in your car yeah. and you consume in your own, 
Georgia Power and a couple of the other local ones will give you a discount long as you plug it up on the off-peak hours. Okay. They will readjust your bill to say, if you do it in that way and you have a car, we'll give you a better rate. So you get another incentive. So you need to call Georgia Power because yes, I didn't you do. know that. <laughs> yes, you do. The yeah. other thing, um, I'm, I'm still trying to research it because I plan on getting one. Right. Um, that the reason, once you said that, I was like, damn, I was thinking about getting it's one. It's perfect for you, yeah. yeah, I know. yeah so yeah. more information that I had. Mm-hmm. But I've been researching, and uh, Georgia still, three years ago, they was giving out $5,000. $5,000. Well, for news, though. Yeah. Okay. So think about it. Five thousand yeah. and seven thousand five hundred. That's twelve thousand five hundred mm-hmm. off a brand new car. So yeah. So you know. So where Tesla is trying to do the thirty thousand dollar range. That's the one I'm getting. So you know you almost got like half the car taken care of. Yep. So, but you still got yours is a hybrid because you could put gas in yours, right? Yeah. 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 So. So. Yeah. The only problem with that is you got a gas engine. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anything to do with gas. Because See, now I don't have to have an oil change. Now you don't you don't you have the infrastructure for it. Right. Now, I'm in, you know, I'm a renter, so I, I got what works for me now. Yeah. So me being a renter, I'm like, there are gonna be some days I may not be able to, you know, charge or whatever. So that's you know, if I had the infrastructure, I think I'd probably I may have to go straight electric. Yeah, because yeah. I'm definitely on that environmental you know, is is to me is is cool to be part of the future where you yeah. say, you know what, I think we're gonna be you're gonna be charging our cars in the future. Like and the future should. is now type thing. But back to that app that you know me and you mm-hmm. was talking about, but you you mentioned it earlier, right, right, right. That it shows you exactly where they all are. Now, now how have you checked them to say is this one legitimate or is this somebody? I found one that is not legitimate. It was funny. <laughs> oh man! So it was like. On weekend, on like a maybe Saturday, Sunday, it was like ten. I was like, I knocked on somebody's door. I was like, uh, you got a charger? <laughs> yeah, go around back and uh. <laughs> yeah. He was like, uh, nah. I was like, what? He was like, oh, the last owner had it. I was like, what you talking what the about? Hell you talk- right. It was like the last person. So apparently, in this in this case, uh. The last person <laughs> had the charger and mm-hmm. took it when they moved. Wow. So I was like, I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> so you get stuff like that where it might be outdated. Right. But, you know, there's one, there's one. It was very interesting. I, uh, there's one where it's like a dude who, uh, um, I think he was ex military and he did like a tribute to um, Persian Golf and um, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, what's the name of the, the last operation? Um, I'm drawing a blank. I forget. Yes, but he did a tribute to that, which like signed by the city council of Atlanta. Made, Desert like, Shield, huh? Desert Shield. Desert. Desert Shield. Nah, nah. I don't remember reading that. Okay. But you know, just you know, just showing like the latest conflicts. All mm-hmm. you know, tribute to all those fallen who served. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he was he was basically saying, you know, that's kind of like his political statement of saying, mm-hmm. you know, I think if you know people have more cars around electricity, I think that'd be good for the states, you know, economically. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Okay. So um, he has like an actual regular um, level two. So level two charger is a charger that charges um, uh, two forty volts, I believe. 
But in any event, it's faster than your regular 120 outlet volt. So it's almost like one of those turbo ones <clears throat> that kind of charges quicker than... Uh, tur- turbo for that car. So the Volt, okay. at least my year, doesn't have a super fast charger. Oh, the supercharger? Okay. So it still, still takes like three, four hours to get like a full charge. So it's not super fast. It's not bad. It's not bad. bad. It's not great. Right. You know, but how much miles you get on that, though? All electric is like 35, 36. Okay. So, you know, it's relative. Um, yeah. I think later years have better range. They improved the technology. Here's one tidbit I just learned today. This is according to a forum. So <laughs> Yeah, the forums. You say allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so right. allegedly. Um, so I was worried about battery, you know, uh, deterioration. Because mm-hmm. you know each electronic you have, the battery always seems to get worse or it charges less when you have rechargeable batteries. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how's that gonna work for a car? Especially with phones, it's always seemed like, you know, phone batteries they you know they get they worse. die quickly. Yeah. yeah. So one one thing they did um, for the Volt was you have access to um, like X amount of percentage of the battery, and as mm-hmm. the life goes on or the battery starts to degrade, you get more and more access. So say that's really? like sixty wow. to sixty five percent of out the box. Then as you know, you drive the car mm-hmm. years go by. You you know it'll go from sixty five to seventy seventy five to seventy five. I mean wow. seventy to seventy five percent of the battery. Right. So you can charge more of it versus I think it caps or something like that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of engineering that went into it. it was kind of again for Chevy. <laughs> you know, it's like oh wow, you guys really y'all, really, y'all kind of went all in yeah, on you're that. Yeah, putting right? your thinking caps on this right. one. So so with with Tesla, yeah, because that's where my research was. The the good thing that I like about it that it. When you plug it up, I was concerned about like overheating and will it continue oh, yeah. to go from that? And they said it has a cap. So yeah, as soon same. as it gets mm-hmm. to a certain point, it's, it kills the it line. Kills it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wow. Yeah, it's very okay. smart. Yeah. So those things, because of the old technology that you and a phone and all, it's like it keeps going and it's running mm-hmm. hot and I got to hurry up and take it out. Yeah. The technology it's a, it's a different says, level in the electronic car. So right. if you're thinking about it, you know, it's it's not the same. So that's why, you know, I'm I'm is is that's I'm cool to be enjoying it now because mm-hmm. it's kind of is is I still want my flying cars, but yeah, yeah. it's kinda of like the closest we got. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so so the next one is it driving itself. So that's the next level. So that's why that's the other reason why I want a Tesla because hmm. I just wanted to take oh, me to work. Right. So at least so with a Tesla, you'll be able to be hopefully have it where all these things to update and boom. Yep. You got the technology and it's over the air installed. Too. Right. Yeah. Right. So let me back up because when you talked about self driving cars, let me think of insurance. How's mm-hmm. the insurance gonna work? So let me back up to insurance when I get okay. my Chevy Volt. So right. I went I went from no car to a car. Which means I didn't have any insurance, which means I'm looked at as a quote unquote higher risk. And I was like, what? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, I've got a paper, but. <laughs> so, which is kind of funny because if you say, what's the responsible thing? All right, well, I don't want to have a car. I'll just go without to save and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, when you're ready to get a car, the insurance company is going to say, mm, you're a higher risk because you haven't had insurance. So, I was like, okay, how do I save for insurance? <laughs> Without having insurance, insurance. Right, yeah. Right. So you just kind of have to be prepared to say, okay, eat eat the higher premium. You know, just eat the higher monthly and just deal with it, right? Because there's really no way around it unless you're just gonna be on your parent or someone else's. And if you're an adult, yeah, you I don't, don't know. Keep doing that. I mean, hey, some people got it like that. So yeah. for me, I didn't. So that's just kind of a heads up. 
a lot of people probably know that, but if you don't, just be aware of it. Um, and I think that's important because, again, that's another bill that you you knew you was going to get, but you but didn't it know might it was going to be at that level. Um, because you're talking about the difference between $300 to start the policy to five to 600 Yeah. I got a quote of like 900 I was like, I'm not paying y'all. That's not, too y'all much. crazy. Just yeah. to start the policy? That's not even that's not even the policy? Right. Now, right. of course, you know, it's financed. I don't necessarily own the car. The mm-hmm. credit union owns it, which means I have to get full coverage because yep. they want to protect the asset. Um, oh, how do we forget the gap? Got to get gap insurance. Gap insurance. So some people don't know about gap insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, I found out the hard way. What? Well, let me let me back up. Mm-hmm. I found out mm-hmm. that I had gap insurance. Didn't didn't realize how much I needed it until I, my wife totaled my car. Oof. And it was an LS 460. Thank God. You had to. (laughs) So, thank God for the gap insurance. insurance. Is like it pays for the car if it's totaled? It pays for the difference Difference. of the value of the car. And there's a difference between the value and what you pay. So, it pays that. Now, if you own it, don't get gap because whatever it is is what it is. But if you're still financing the car, it's best to have the gap insurance Mm -hmm. because it pays your loan off. Totally. And it's less than 10% of the... It's like it's maybe what, 5%? Yeah. But again, all you want is to, to have no liability. You pay your insurance every mm-hmm. month, but the gap insurance takes care of the value yeah. of the, the, the loan. Mm-hmm. Not the value of the car, but the value of the loan. Because if you have a total car and you're making payments, you're going to be so mad. Yup. Yup. <laughs> so I was so like, you definitely... You know, you definitely have to get gap insurance. Um, that's that's just a must. Now, with with insurance with my car, I didn't have any uh, um, I didn't have any incentives for a hybrid. Mm-hmm. What they did do because I have a renter's policy, I okay. got a little you know a little uh, discount for that. Uh, apparently, <laughs> and again, this is education. Right. I, I have anti lock anti lock brakes. I think. Yeah. I was like, hey, you that's get standard. A, you get a discount. I was like, okay, cool. I, they say you, that, but. Yeah. Cars have anti. That's what I'm saying. It's so a requirement. Yeah. Well, you know, people buy old cars. So back before that, what's old you, though? So I think it's like prior 2000? to it's prior to 2000. It's like I think in the 90s yeah. they didn't anti-lock brakes wasn't standard. standard. Okay. So you get a classic car, you're gonna get it, and you now nah, you're not getting a discount. So you should you probably know about that going in. Yeah. Um. And I got In some insurance wise, yeah. And I got some other discount. And I was like, well, if you go to the site and do this different, you know, some sort of driving thing, you'll give a discount on your next renewal six months from now. <laughs> so I was like, so let me get right. to that renewal. <laughs> let me hurry up. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, um, insurance was just like a big, you know, starting the policy was basically half my down payment almost. So, yeah. you know, yeah. when you think about the cost of just the front end, you want to make sure you really can afford that. So I got the insurance, which meant I was able to drive off the dealership because I had a policy. I was insured motorist mm-hmm. as I'm supposed to. Um, gave him the, got the check from the credit union, paid, you know, closed out the car, um, and that was basically it. So just research. I, I knew what I wanted. Um, didn't hear anything bad about the car. Uh, went through the process of financing, insuring. And that was it. So the main thing I learned was when I, if you see a pretty good deal, you're not the only one who thinks so. Yep. And it's, it's more so, you know, can you beat someone 
to it. Now, I saw this like on a Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Start calling like that Tuesday, Wednesday. Got to the dealership that Thursday because I knew by Friday. There's a lot of people that's going to be there over the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was like, uh, nah. Uh, so are you looking at, did you look at, like you said, you had a 200 mile uh, radius that you actually yeah, really wanted to look at. I'm not, I don't know if, depending, so if I'm buying new when I see a good deal, if I'm saving thousands, maybe I can fly out of town. Mm-hmm. But because of this price range I'm in, I was like, by the time I spend money going to where I'm going, coming back, it's just, I'm not going to, it won't be worth it. So I kind of stayed within, I, from, it was, I saw stuff from this state until like Tennessee. Right. So I was like, okay, well. I'll, I'll that ain't bad. Right. And then for the miles. Carolinas too? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So I usually look at Carolinas, um, the type of car I like, there's mm-hmm. a lot in Florida. So I knew I can... Rent going down. I didn't think and about all the way up. I didn't think about the demographics. So people who have my car are probably going to be in the city, young professionals. Yep. You so know. you would see more in Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, probably Memphis. Right. Um, you probably Birmingham, but you know, mm, I don't think so. They still a, got horse and buggy out there. Yeah, because so. see, the thing about electric cars requires either you have a charger in your home or public infrastructure. And a lot of those cities, those smaller, um, yeah, because cities won't have because that. big cities. I mean, so here's here's something I'm struggling with because I'm like, I don't know if I'm being cheap. I'm like, bro, this is frugal, bro. Electricity, frugal or electricity? Because I'm like, I don't. Do I want to pay for electricity when I have to go to the little charge thing? I'm like, we should. Where are the solar panels at? So, so where are the solar panel? Like, this, so you know, Tesla when you you plug in, they're free. It's free. Yeah, they're free. Huh. You don't have to pay for that. Mm. Now. They started charging people when they people will park their car and don't come back for like hours. That's right. The purpose is for you to get in, charge your stuff, and get out. Like the baby. So the next person, yeah, yeah so you know, pick your hey, car up. When it's you're... five o'clock, or you're gonna be paying. <laughs> you know, or your kid's gonna be outside <laughs> in the rain. Exactly. You know, so all of that was incentivizing me to say, if I'm gonna pay that much money for a car. Um, and I want to do something for the environment, yeah. and I want to save money in the long term. So that's why the the Tesla three, the Tesla S. I'm not paying eighty thousand dollars for a car. Yeah, the long term. I is love like, it though, but that's long, a lot of money. Yeah, and I don't think I'll truly get my savings back paying that much money on financing and the amount of down payment you got to do on a car. Yeah. On a car, yeah, that's so. a that's a lot of people's uh, grad school education, right? Yeah, there. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that, that that's why you know we was looking at the it was the new Hyundai has one too, mm-hmm. but theirs is only about like a hundred and thirty five or eighty five. No, wait, no, wait. So if I had if I had additional money, if I had additional <laughs> dinero, dinero, <laughs> dinero, uh, I I did a rental car with the Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. Really great car. Um, I re- it was a, it was a good good ride. So hybrids, mm-hmm. I tried about three different hybrids. Yeah, what, what, um, which one? Um, the Prius. Um, yeah, that's a classic. The um, the hybrid ES Lexus. 
I'd and imagine that would be that would be dope though, right? No. <laughs> so here's the thing with hybrids, and this is what people don't get, and I found out again, once again with with Tesla. Since you have a battery and engine, mm-hmm. the engine is smaller, so it's pushing for your power and your speed. So you you really pushing that smaller engine hmm. to get up to that. The Tesla only has a battery. Yeah. That thing was like zero to sixty in four seconds because it's straight battery. Yeah. And the battery is running those oh, those axles and those motors mm-hmm. in there. The, I'm not even gonna it lie. It was amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. Driving the Chevy Volt is really fun. Like just all electric is you just whipping. Yeah. You just like Because the electric is whipping. running the motor. There's no there's nothing spinning up. There's yeah. like in it's terms yeah. Gone. Yeah. And I was and I thought that was amazing. And they said, but think about your hybrids, the ones that are truly hybrids. Yeah. The problem will always be it has to run the engine. And then the engine is really giving you your power and the battery kicks in so you can save right. on that. Where if you get a straight electric, it's just gone. And yeah. I was like, I didn't know. You think about your driving experience. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. yes. I mean, now I will say this. Um, in terms of my decision to get the Volt, mm-hmm. one thing, it's hard for me to justify an expensive car purchase in the city only because our streets are very bad. Yep. Again, yep. I'm renting. Someone dings me. It's like, what am I going to do? I'm in, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. it's just, it's part of the game. It's, it's right. almost accepted. Yeah. Fortunately, I can park off, off street, so I'm not as, um, you know, uh, vulnerable to it, but mm-hmm. I seen one one poor car. It just yes, I saw the scrape on the oh, side. Oh my god! And it's just you can imagine yes. someone misjudged the turn and it was like, "Oops!" <laughs> and kept going. It was like, "What you gonna do?" Yeah. So you know, for my purposes and especially with the potholes, mm-hmm. oh, they're so bad. So it's just like so it's just beating up your axle, your tires, yeah, and, and, like, and it's. And you run down one street and you don't know how many down there. So you'd be like, oops, there's a pothole, but there's another one. For example, not even not even in the city. I, some Just coming up here, there was an accident. Now, what I didn't realize, I don't know. Is, I was thinking to slide to the left. This, this is terrible. <laughs> this, this is a terrible joke. Bad joke. But one car, I, I, saw, oh, I saw the glass on one side of the highway and a car on the other side. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw people just moving around all like wild. I was like, what's going on? Oh, all glass. Glass. Car car pieces. That's what it is. That's right. what it is. So right. I'm like, I'm hoping that it, I'm hoping I have a flat tire. <laughs> Give me a little OnStar. Like, yeah, yeah, press the button. OnStar. <laughs> what would so, you like? So you know, I don't so I'm just so one thing I will say is since I went without a car for a long time, mm-hmm. uh it made me appreciate how I would use it and how I wouldn't use it. Right. So what I don't... To me, a car is not a status symbol. It's a tool. But to you. To me. So if you if you look at society and the way it is, that is... It's, it's, a, it's a machine that gets you from point A to point B, but sits in a place for how many hours of the day? It depends on where you at and where you go. But you see, but I'm just yeah. it's it's. I got it's, you. You know what I mean? It's, so let me, on my perspective. Yeah. Um, I like to sit in. So I've been driving between an hour, and close to two hours 
for most of my jobs for the last 15 years. So you're a commuter. I'm a commuter. Okay. So my commute needs to be as comfortable as possible. Oh. So when I when I wasn't comfortable, I had back aches. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was feeling uncomfortable. I was more irritable. I was running through traffic. So I started saying I need something that will be less maintenance mm-hmm. because I wind up buying Fords that were breaking down <laughs> from point A to point A and a half. Right. You know what I mean? So I didn't even get to B. Huh. And it was constant. So I was like, move away from that. See, now how would you... So my whole thing was just, I need... I'm going off technology. Mm-hmm. I need, you know, electricity, hybrid... You know, my system, Bluetooth. All. But I'm an old dude. That's what I'm saying. But so prior to that. So <laughs> I'm saying, so what advice? Because I didn't think about that perspective. How do you research comfort? Do you literally just have to go to the floor rooms and get in and out the cars? Now, I mean, before, yes. Now, um, back oh. to the research. Our reviews? Yeah, the reviews will tell you comfort levels. And then you're going to, you want to look at, because mm-hmm. um, my wife is uh, pretty much close to six feet. Mm-hmm. So she needs room too. So she needs room in a car that has that leg room and head room. So I don't want to get something that I'm comfortable in, but would make her uncomfortable. I don't want something too stretched out. That's why I, I gave up SUVs because it's just big. If I don't need all of that, then mm-hmm. why am I buying an or SUV? Or a single person. Yeah. Right? So like that didn't really driver. make so, right, Yeah, right. that didn't make much sense. So we wanted to come into something that was luxury-wise. Um, I liked leather, um, but I like good leather, and mm-hmm. I like the convenience of technology, like what you were saying. But like you said, if you text me in my car, I can answer you mm-hmm. because I'll say, Siri, read last text. And I don't have to lift up a phone or anything because it'll pop up and I'm talking directly to Siri through the car. And if I'm driving 10, 15 minutes, I might not be a big deal, but for an hour. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So phone calls, texts, anything that I need, I don't even, I could keep my eyes on the road. So again, it's it's not necessarily status symbol, but knowing what kind of cars have the features you need. Absolutely. Okay. With less maintenance too. So right, there's so right. many criterias that mm-hmm. you say when I'm researching On the front where end. am I going? Exactly. Okay. So when I'm saying Tesla, I'm not saying Tesla in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. I'm saying maybe next year or the year after. Because you know, you might, okay, this might be a home issue. No, not issue, but I might have to get the home charger. Yep. Do I want to think about getting solar panels? So mm-hmm. it's going to be like a multi, it's not just a car. It's going to come with infrastructure possibly. Because it's a way of life, like what you were saying. Yeah. I want to be part of the to contribute to the environment. Yeah. You know, if we care about each other, then we should say, where's my contribution? And it may be that small, yeah. but think about the amount of people who's doing that. So me and you, you're already in it. Yeah. I'm going to get into it. Another person may get into it. And the more people we get into that, we're contributing to society as a whole. And I'm not even going to lie. I think it's pretty cool. I've been in the Chevy Volkswagen swagged out, bumping my music, like boom. Like, be. Yo, he's in a boat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you want to support the environment, you don't have to be corny. You can still Yeah, exactly. Cool. Exactly. You can still have your swag yep, player. Yep. You can still. Because yep. the boat is hot, though. When you look at it. I'm not even going to lie. It's a head turner. When I saw it, I was like. So it's a, it's, it's, it got away from the boxy 
crazy Prius look. <laughs> and it's like, yo, that car well, looks pretty hot. It is the Nissan Leaf kit. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I wish they would, you know. They're not going to do it yet. But now, <laughs> but, but guess what? Because of Tesla, they're changing the yeah. styles of cars yeah. because it doesn't have to look that way. Like, yeah, all electric or alternative to gasoline cars can be attractive. Yeah. Now, um, but that goes back in the days of remember when um, Bush was in. And the car companies was in cahoots. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> oh, the good old. They was in cahoots with the gas companies. So it Who was kind of like like the entire administration. No, the what do you mean? What the you car mean? industries. So all oh. of the the GMs, the Chevys, they was kind of like I'm not doing any electric. That's why they kept making SUVs. Everything was big gas guzzlers. And it came back Long to bite them you, too. Yeah, it came back to bite them because then they was like, you're on your own. The gas companies was like, oh, you're on your own. And they was like, you're going to leave us out there like that? Yes, we are. <laughs> so whatever's selling now, you're starting seeing all of these car companies, they at least have one or working on one electric car. Yeah. They all probably have a couple of hybrids. Per line, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they trying to get into a good electric to well, say that sell. Well, and they're all trying to gamble on this whole, you know, self-driving thing. Yeah. Because if you can be the first in that, people are going to start ordering fleets. I mean, ordering fleets, I'm kind of torn about self-driving cars because you know. I know. Like, I'm, I feel bad. Uber is like, if you drive for Uber, it's like, okay. I'm driving for Uber. They're cutting the fares, and they eventually want to replace me. With yeah, with so, with nobody. So I'm like, so I'm, I can replace you with nobody. So I'm like, as if I take Uber, I'm, I don't know how to feel. It's like, right, right. They're, they're, they're wild. Yeah, that's Uber though. Yeah. But but overall, and and the thing is, what wanted to bring up is smart buying. You know, yeah. we with the financial series that we're doing, it's about smart buying. Yeah, and 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 you took a lot of. Good things. You may not have done it a hundred percent, but who no, does? Who does though? I mean, think about the people who go out and say, "I'd have no choice," because the dealership is down the way, and they had a sale that I saw on TV. Well, and again, I want to make sure I didn't mention this, but the main reason to, you know, why finance a car in the first place? Why mm-hmm. not get a cash car? Try to cash car right before. It's just. Yeah. I mean, even if you get a new car. I mean, so here's the thing to know about cars is is quality control, quality assurance. What you're saying, cars have how many parts? You know. Oh my Jesus! So what you're when they're getting a car, what you're basically saying is you hope um, 100% out of a thousand parts or put together well, but didn't didn't get messed up by if you got a used car by the previous owner, <laughs> and that nothing will break. And then we see the potholes. We see this, the this, you know, how so some of our streets are. So you're going boom, boom, boom every day, and it's like nothing's gonna knock out of place. Yeah, so, that's wear and tear. Right. So the older the car is, the more likely something's gonna happen. I mean, transmissions are getting. They, I think they're finally good now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If you came, you know, if you had the older car with the back, ah, oh, so many cars died. <laughs> like if you could do a commercial, the leading cause of cars <laughs> from the leading causes of death for cars prior to what two thousand? Yeah, Trans- transmissions. <laughs> they just don't do them. Yeah. It was like, look, yeah, we just put them together so they can ride yeah, out. So That's it. you know, I was like, I I so don't want to worry about that. I just want to have a warranty. Is it worth the cost? I mean, it's, it's a gamble. 
So if it's I get insurance. A, yeah. So if I if I yeah, it's insurance. So if I go to Craigslist, buy a car from some dude, take it to the auto shop, they say, Hey, it looks all right to us. I'm like, all right, here, all right. here goes five thousand dollars <laughs> cash. <laughs> hope this hope hope this lasts. Hope it lasts. And one thing goes wrong that was not foreseen. Yeah. And you kinda like, wow. So yeah, so I was like, okay, I I got it cheap for five thousand. Is it worth me keep fixing it or do we, do I just say I'd rather just finance it and just you know what? I'll just I'll pay, I'll have to pay a little bit of it at a time, mm-hmm. the one lump sum and just see what happens. Yeah. But you got people who pay twenty thousand dollars for a car and with no warranty. So when you say no warranty, I thought most manufacturers do twenty thousand dollars for a used car. Wait, used? Yeah. See, if here's my rule: if you're gonna get a used car, <laughs> get at least time it to where it's new enough to get twelve to get months a, left ex, on the or an extended warranty. Yeah, ex, so, something. Yeah. So, and that's what we didn't talk about because usually I try to get around your range when now, I buy a car. I try to buy with under a hundred thousand. Yeah. But enough to have a warranty intact, mm-hmm. and I can extend it. Now, again, because of my price range, um, it was a used, it was just a regular used car. Mm-hmm. But you got it if you if you have the option, you always want to get a certified premium. Yeah, that's like the next best thing to it. It's like it's in between a used car and a new car, and a new car. Yep. Because with the new car, to me, I I mean, if I can afford to do it, maybe but you in lose the future, money. You lose value as soon so as you much. go up the, the lot. Yeah, you lose value. So yeah. as a, it doesn't make much as a you know purchase. Why would I do that? Yeah. But with the certified premium, it's like okay, this is pretty cool. You got mm-hmm. it comes baked with the warranty, doesn't it? Yep. From the manufacturer. Yep. All these points of inspection. Um, Which is guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. So you even got, because my last three cars was pre-owned, certified pre-owned. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to make sure nothing went wrong. But when you buy in Toyota cars, Mm -hmm. you're going to get those anyway. And the maintenance on them is so minuscule that, you know, I remember I was saying Toyota if you look at the most for maintenance, Toyota is the 30th, which is 5,500 <laughs> in 10 years. Wow. Lexus is 7,000 in 10 years. Oof. That's Chevrolet what? is 16 with 8,800. So on. still not bad. It's not, come on. It's not bad, though. Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. You're competitive, dog. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's probably not the Volt, though. That's, that's yeah. some of that yeah. gasoline That's some of those big old... You know, Chevy trucks and everything. Mm, now, but you got stuff like yeah. Volvo, which is twelve thousand, and Saturn is twelve thousand. But like I said, the BMW, Mercedes, and Cadillac is over seventeen thousand. Yeah. Come on now, you're going to be paying that mm-hmm. every year for something that's going to break down. Maintenance will break down. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's just, and that's the cool thing about all electric cars. It's just. You're not even dealing with the same fluids, you mm-hmm. know, like oil. What's or oil? Parts. Yeah. What's oil? Yeah. You know. What do I need oil for? <laughs> and then it's self monitoring. <laughs> yeah. To your point, because it's electric, mm-hmm. you got your self monitoring system yeah. that says, "Hey, you check this out." Versus, you know, <laughs> the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, you just be looking crazy. Yeah. So yeah. you know, in terms of just like a sound financial decision, right. it won't set you back. Uh, that's what I went with because 
you know, I wanted the peace of mind mm-hmm. um, because I know I cheaped out with the warranty. I wanted the ability to say, okay, I need diagnostics because if something goes wrong, I can at least look at it. Yeah. I'll know. And prepare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because sometimes when it just comes up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a little time, and then you're on the side of the road. Right. So I can take it in. I can, you know... Talk to the job, hey, blah blah blah. Versus, right, right, that yeah. morning, that morning, looking crazy. Yep. Versus, I get the <laughs> exactly. little. So, with the, with the OnStar, you get like an email. It goes like your monthly, weekly report. And like, oh, yeah. everything's good. Blah blah blah. You need to, you like, know, thank you. Push. If you lied, I'm gonna get back with you. you <laughs> I know, right? So, so yeah, I was, you know, I I like it. I think the only thing, um, if you're buying, thinking about buying a car. That I see is easy to fall into the trap of uh, fitness. Mm-hmm. So with me taking transit, I'm walking to the train, I'm walking back and forth. If I'm driving everywhere, you know, a lot of people try to, you know, walk the stairs at work, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Still try to get in that fitness. Yeah, you know, I think because I got the Fitbit, I know how many steps I usually take. But if I'm driving, I know I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like a couple thousand under my goal. What's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. you know, I think that's one thing in terms of the community, keeping people in shape, keeping financially fit, physically financially fit. Financially fit and physically fit. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. We're going to start with it. We're going to keep with the financially fit. And that's where we wanted to continue our financial series because sometimes we don't think through our financial decisions and we wind up with debt. Or unnecessary debt, mm-hmm. and um, Chaz, we we talked about it. That was the first thing that came to my mind was, let's stop making these bad purchases yeah. on on vehicles that we have no need for. And cars are tough because I know you know, especially when you're younger, you want to stunt. Don't stunt. Don't stunt. Don't stunt. Wait till you get to cash. <laughs> Wait till you get yeah. established. Because you know one thing I hate. What's that? Like, ooh, look at that car. They're renting. I was like, ugh. <laughs> they're renting. <laughs> and they're renting. Yeah, they're renting. Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm straight boozy when it comes to that. I know. Just it's like, bro, just they're renting. They're what renting. The just get the Honda Civic. Yeah, dude. Start small. Yeah. Don't do buy that. the house and then, you know. Exactly. You... But, you know, and we, we need to have one on owning as opposed to renting, too. We're gonna have a session on that because yeah. I'm probably gonna surprise you with a okay my point on that. Well, it's, it's kind of I, I attended a workshop last Saturday, so okay. about home ownership. So I was kind of surprised the resources out there. Yep, but yeah. well, as opposed to renting though, so we'll talk about that. Okay, That's, it's it's an interesting concept right. because I went to his seminar, mm-hmm. read back over it because I didn't believe what they were saying, but it's interesting. Well, we'll talk about that. Okay. Right, we'll you have me intrigued. I'm yeah. like, so it, buying seems better in every way. Not in all ways. Okay. Not in all ways. All right. I'm skeptical, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you should be. Okay. So thanks a lot, Chaz. We yeah. really appreciate it. That was our session on uh, car buying and financial fitness in your purchases. Um, so this is Mike. Once again, with Old Car Wax, with my partner Chaz on financial fitness, and thanks for hanging out with us. (laughs) 